0: okay coach
1: part two right part two
0: part two and i want to switch things up a little bit because we always you know introduce ourselves okay okay so what i want to do is introduce coach okay all right so coach i it's funny because i call him Gandalf for a reason (laughs) so coach is the owner of coach's corner his name is greg McNeil, owner of coach's corner and soar and uh his beautiful wife laura lee by the way is doing some training with kettlebells and stuff with clients now and a wonderful stretching class which i was so bummed i didn't get to go last night i text her i'm sorry because i was in that meeting Mm -hmm. but here's what i want to introduce about coach coach is you can be swinging a bell And all of a sudden, you're facing some type of subconscious something, and now you're like in a counseling session. Now, he has all the letters after his name that I do not have, but I just want to tell you, he has a unique ability to get inside your head in a good way without even trying, and you just become a better person. So that's my introduction of you, Coach.
1: Wow. Thank you. Boy, that was wonderful. Do I go home now?
0: Sure. (laughs) The end. (laughs) So...
1: You know, you've been in this town. Mm-hmm. I'm, talk- I'm getting ready to say something about Sherry, but I have to speak from my experience. So I came into Clovis um, as a contractor. But after a couple of weeks here, I said, uh, I'm a hyper dude. I need something to do. So I decided to bring my bails in. Yeah. And then I'm looking around and it's like, well, I need to know somebody around here. And all of a sudden, I meet you. And this is what I've learned about Sherry. Um, If you have a clear idea of what you want to do and you want to put in some work and you're open to learning and and, um, following her suggestions, you're going to not only get what you're asking for, but you're going to get more than what you're asking for in your work with her. So when we talk about healing business and healing community, sometimes we have a tendency to want to go to the podcast of the person that lives in Australia or they're in England or some other place, they're in California. But your real business leader, the one that really understands your unique needs, is in your backyard.
0: You know, that's interesting. Like when you think about like when you travel, you know, you Mm -hmm. can go to all the tourist destinations. But some of the greatest treasures are in those little towns no one knows about and some back street and all of a sudden you find the best food the best wine the best whatever
1: that's exactly right that's Mm -hmm. why when i go into a place it's like uh what do you want to go to eat well Keep driving, right? <laughs> right. And it's like, see that building right there? It
0: may look terrible, but yeah. on the inside, there's some
1: good food. Yeah, and look at all those people standing in line. We want to go right there. <laughs> One of the few times I want to be a living and follow everybody else, right? Yep, if yep. I'm going to get poisoned, That's I'm funny. going to get poisoned. Right? There. <laughs> Friday's like, am I really standing in line for 40 minutes for a breakfast burrito? And then after forty five minutes, it's like, I'm coming back here next Sunday. <laughs> yeah,
0: yeah. It's you know, being aware of the you know treasures that you have in your community is important. It is. You know, I think sometimes like you know, it, you know Clovis where we live, you can sometimes you know hear some bad things about Clovis, but. There really is a treasure in Clovis, and a big part of it is uh, the people, but also recognizing the resources you have in your community and being willing to search them out is important. And then, even like in your relationships with people, like I, to me, I I don't care if you're a senator, a representative, or if you're a person that works, say, at the chamber, or that uh, maybe is a janitor at uh, your schools or wherever, everyone has wisdom and insight. And taking the time to talk with them and grow and learn is important.
1: It is. And, and, and so I'm saying again, so for the listener, um, someone who really understands your unique needs is the person that you want to seek out. You live in Clovis, New Mexico, not Orange County, California. Right. Okay? So you want to succeed, then the person that understands you, your needs, your business, where you're located, that's the person that you're looking for, mm-hmm. and she's right here. And so um, when we got together, when the universe brought us together, we're just talking, and the next thing, you know, we're just talking. And it's like healing business, healing community. And then we kind of like stopped for a <laughs> second. It was like, Damn. That works. And then, but it was real.
0: Well, and the podcast was actually after the mastermind, like we Mm -hmm. talked about last week. And we started the coaching intensive because after that, all of a sudden I'm like, you know what? We need to do a podcast. We Mm -hmm. need to, because a lot of the things that we discuss, Mm -hmm. people, I think, can be helped by it. And I'm not saying that in any way to be braggadocious. I'm serious. Like it's stuff that helps me as we're visiting even.
1: Yeah. You know... We learn and grow through our relationships. yeah. there are smart people on the planet mm-hmm. but a smart person on the planet that that does not know how to uh, excuse me, cultivate good relationships mm-hmm. is an oddball. <laughs> Yes. I mean, let's just think about it. We've heard of some genius people on the planet and they die in obscurity. Why is that? Because they have poor relationships. Mm-hmm. The, the world is relationship. Yep. You have a relationship to the planet. Oh, yeah? What happens when we no longer have oxygen? We drop like flies. Yes. Exactly. So always think about what you're doing. In relationship to everything else,
0: Coach, that is so important. And this is actually probably a where truth confronts or meets BS because mm-hmm. I, you know, I was pondering that, you know, just a recent city thing, mm-hmm. you know, that mm-hmm. we had discussed, and you know, um, thinking inside a box is sometimes very detrimental. And you can have like things you're thinking about doing or thought processes and decisions you want to make, and if you're not careful. That it's just like that pond effect, Mm -hmm. you know, where you put the, it can ripple out Mm -hmm. and impact people in ways you never ever considered. I think you know the butterfly effect is, you know, uh, that's a very real thing. Mm -hmm. And so it is. It's like you don't live inside a box. You don't live on an island, and all of your decisions will have some type of impact on other people, either your immediate uh, people or even all the way out to a city a county, a state, and even a nation?
1: You know, I have lived on different places in the country. I've lived abroad, Mm -hmm. right? And I've met all kind of people. Oh, my goodness. (laughs) Oh, shoot. And and so I learned to teach and adopt many different styles. Mm -hmm. And so people are like, well, how did you get into this? How did you get into this or that or whatever it is? And I'll hear them say, well, I don't like this or I don't like that. And so when I give them an answer, it goes like this. There are so many people on the planet. Mm -hmm. I would be making a critical mistake if I assume that every person that I met on the planet is going to be thinking like I'm thinking. Right. Right? So I have to be in the position to serve Any man, any woman, child, whoever I'm dealing with and wherever they come from. So the more I know about the world in which I live, Mm -hmm. the more I'm actually able to be relevant in the lives of the people that I'm trying to serve. Mm -hmm. So if I'm talking to a guy with a ZZ top beard, Mm -hmm. Harley Davidson, he may be a brilliant dude. But if I have this thing in my head about, Well, guys with beards or something like that, I miss an opportunity to serve. Mm -hmm. You see, and those are the kinds of things that we want to, you know, make sure we avoid. So in this case right here, it's like learn all that you can because the audience that you deal with in the world is vast, Mm -hmm. even in your own community. Yeah. You know, so you always have to put yourself in a position So you can always serve because you never know who you're going to be meeting.
0: You know, it makes you think when you talk, you know, about these things. How much preconceptions we have about people, and Mm -hmm. they really cause a lot of problems. We have preconceptions about ourselves. We have preconceptions and misconceptions about ourselves and others. Mm -hmm. It's and I, you know, the uh, real quick funny story before we get back into the birthing the dream, but you know. Mike has a really long goatee. Mm-hmm. The only reason he grew it out that far was because our daughter in love just absolutely loves it. So mm-hmm. he's like, "Well, I'll have it forever if that's what she wants," you mm-hmm. know. And and so he has this long goatee. Well, anyway, anywhere we go, you know, it's like people think they know him. Like you know, whether we're in Silver City, New Mexico, or Lubbock, or whatever, you know, people be like doing the you know the head thing where yeah. they go back like you know,
1: what's up? And
0: I'm like, <laughs> what is happening? And he's like, I don't know. He's just you know. <laughs> right well anyway so we're in Waco and I I wanted to go um to see Magnolia you know okay. the um Chip and Joanna Gaines I always okay. wanted to go and check that stuff out and it was worth it and so okay. but my mother uh who lives in Cleburne so we drove from there you know to Waco and we were visiting and staying with them she said oh yeah you need to go to this Irish pub they have the best food it's like okay sounds great you know So we go to Waco, and we had kind of some preconceived ideas about Waco. You know, when we get there, we're like, wow, it's not anything like what we thought Waco would Mm -hmm. be like, you know. And it wasn't bad or anything. It was just uh, different. So we find this pub, and I'm pulling up, and I'm like, Hmm. This seems more like maybe a dive bar. I mean, has my mother ever eaten here? You know, I'm just trying to figure out. But I knew enough not to underestimate. You know, sometimes mm-hmm. those places that look like you don't want to touch anything can be the best. Yeah. You know, so Mike's like, well, I don't know. I mean, it's busy. That has to be something kind of like you're lying, you know? Mm-hmm. I'm like, all right, well, let's go in. Mm-hmm. So we get out, we walk in the door, and the uh, lady greets us and says, oh, uh, we'll take you to the back. And we're like, okay. You know, we don't know what that means, but we see, like, a restaurant, you know, and families eating in there and stuff. We're like, all right, you know, this could be good. We walk, like, through hallways and through doors, and before you know it, we're, like, in this biker bar.
1: (laughs) Yep. And we
0: sit down, and I'm like, why didn't they see—I mean, why aren't we in the restaurant area? Why did they look at us and immediately take us back to the bar area, which we didn't have any problem with except— we're eating our meal, and there's like people getting drunk, and you know, kind of just some language and stuff I wasn't comfortable with. But anyway, we enjoyed our food; it's absolutely fabulous. So we get in the car, and I said, "What was that?" I mean, I would have appreciated to be in the restaurant. Why did they take us to the bar? And Mike's sitting there, and he's like, "I don't know." And then all of a sudden, he looks at me, and he goes, "It's my goatee." Yep. They assumed. Buy my goatee. So then we figured it out. All these people, gangbangers, motorcycle gangs, like all these people that they see Mike and they're all, <laughs> <laughs> it's his fault. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but anyway, so it is, I mean, that's just a an example, but mm-hmm. it is a very real thing that occurs. Yeah. And so recognizing people for who they are and giving people benefit of the doubt can be very ba- uh, valuable.
1: Uh, yeah, and I mean, I'm just saying, I mean... <clears throat> I went from not knowing what a reservation was to participating into ceremonies. And one evening, I had the only light source in um, a quinolda, which is a rites of passage ceremony for Native American females, Mm -hmm. right? The changing woman. I'm sitting next to the medicine man, and all of a sudden, somebody's lamp went out, and it's like, um, I'm holding this flashlight up. And I'm like, we got two hours until the sun comes up. I'm already got a fanny twitcher going on, right, sitting in the hogan. And then so a great ceremony. But anyway, I'm walking downtown in, um, in Gallup, and somebody looks over, gives me the nod, and then they come over, and it's like, I just wanted to thank you. I didn't know who they were. It's like, you're the guy that was holding up the flashlight. Mm-hmm. I was like,
0: damn. Mm-hmm. Right?
1: Right? again you just never know. Yep. So if the expression is true, you never know um if God is in each and every one of us, if that's the 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 philosophy you want to take, then what you recognize is is this, <clears throat> then you want to be careful about every person that you meet because if you are thinking inaccurately, you may miss a blessing.
0: Mm -hmm. That's very true.
1: You know, Mm -hmm. and so for that reason alone, it's kind of like I always stay open. And like you said, like my screen door analogy, right? Because it's kind of like I'm always looking for a message because that's how I grow. Yes. That's how I move to the planet. So it's yeah. like, who am I meeting next? So I end up meeting you, and now yeah. I come in here with my hands empty, and now I'm hunting and all of these other kinds of things that I've always wanted to do.
0: Yeah.
1: Um, But there was a timing to it.
0: Yes, there you was. See?
1: And if my mind was closed, I would not get to it. Yes. Right? I'm running around. It's like I'm looking for something specific. Yeah. When... What I really need is right in front of our face. So again, to the reader, you don't need to be in Orange County. You don't necessarily need to be listening to a podcast from somebody in Australia. I'm not saying that that information is not good. We just want to highlight again, don't overlook the blessings that are right there in your community.
0: And I think what you just said about you, know, you were looking for something specific when actually there was something else that was going on, you know, that was the same thing when I started Genius Communication, like I talked about the last podcast, I thought it would be an online solely, online mm-hmm. course creation business, mm-hmm. and me having a relationship with an individual who said, hey, you need to speak at this, and then, hey, you need to speak here. It was this chain reaction that actually opened up a door for local work, mm-hmm. which then opened up a door for branding, which yeah. then opened up the door for me and Udemy, which then open up the door for coaching intensive, all of those things. So you want to hold loosely to expectation. You, yep. you want an open mind. Now, like they say, don't have it so open that your brain falls out, but you definitely want to have an open mind That's and right. you want to recognize. And it's almost like when you're in those situations where you know a dream is about to come to pass, mm-hmm. it's like all of a sudden a person or an idea is highlighted. That's right. Bam. The light comes on, like yep. you just said, yep. the light comes on and you're like, this is it. Yeah. And and it's it's a neat feeling. I really like those feelings. And mm-hmm. so recognizing timing of okay, I don't have what I need yet, I'm gonna put that on the shelf. And then you have cause that would be wrong timing. That would be right. where you're trying to push something, you're trying right. to press something that it's just not there yet. It's like you know, trying to eat a half cooked, you know, baked cake. It's not gonna be good at all. Nope. Yeah, it's gonna be messy. Yeah. But when it's right All of a sudden, now you're in this process of pushing through any internal resistance, subconscious resistance, resistance from people that maybe you do need to Mm
1: -hmm. put up
0: boundaries and not have in your life and Mm -hmm. things like that or whatever that might look like. So then, here is where more resistance can show up. When you were talking about, okay, what is your history? The challenges that you've been through before. Remember Mm -hmm. and you said like your subconscious knows 45 days in, all of a sudden, blah, blah. Or four years in, you know, resolutions. You know, it's like your subconscious is like, yeah, I don't believe you. Mm -hmm. You know, so it starts um, fussing with you. Well, okay, so this week. uh, All right, so when I really want something, I have to really manage the intensity of emotional investment I put in it. Mm-hmm. Because what happens with me is when I have a lot of emotional investment in something, then fear of failure can creep up, which is ego. Mm-hmm. That's all that is. Mm-hmm. Uh, and actually, failure is success. You know, we've talked mm-hmm. about that because mm-hmm. you can, and I'm not saying that like a play on words. Literally, you get what you desire. Right. So if you fail, you got what you really That's wanted. Right. So, anyway, so. I get emotionally invested. I love our work with the Hell Yeah Life Coaching Intensive, okay? Which, mm-hmm. by the way, opens next week mm-hmm. for our listeners. Those that are listening to this episode, it opens the 20th. So mm-hmm. you need to get in on that. All right. Doing a Facebook ad, you know. So I created the first Facebook ad. The trauma of my very first Facebook ad producing absolutely nothing, just crickets, sometimes tries to creep up, right? Mm-hmm. So... I create the first Facebook ad, and I must have blocked out the other work I did. Mm -hmm. So anyway, I'm on the phone with my sister Tuesday. And we're talking, and I said, well, I better get off the phone because I need to do something that I've been putting off because I fear failure. (laughs) And she goes, what? (laughs) (laughs) And I said, well, I need to do the second Facebook ad, you know, for Hell Yeah Life Coaching Intensive. (laughs) and You know, (laughs) I just... I really don't want to do it because I want it to succeed, and you know, I'm, and and she's like, "Just go do the ad." And I'm like, "Yeah, I'll, I'll I'll do it," you know. So I get off the phone, and like I told you in our pre-show, I would have cleaned toilets, I would have gone to the dentist, I would have done anything to not get to work, right? Mm-hmm. And it's not that it's not hard; it's not hard for me. It's just I want it to work, right? Yeah. So I, you know, walk over dejectedly to my computer. I get it sat down, opened up Facebook Ads Manager, and I'm like, what? I've already created two ads. Mm -hmm. I ran the first one, I've already created the other. What on earth? So I started laughing, because I I had completely forgotten I'd done that, and this is where your subconscious can help you, I know how I am. Mm -hmm. So when I sat down and I created that first ad, I went ahead and created the next two, so all i had to do was go in there and turn the second one on yeah okay now why is this important when you're facing the opposition of your subconscious you're still in processes of growth in different areas right
1: that's correct
0: i've done a lot of work on fear of failure Mm -hmm. but i also know myself that i'm not still past certain things i'm working through them so i'm gonna have a plan Mm -hmm. i'm gonna create two ads i'll pick the one i want to run But I've also got a future one because we're going to keep doing these. Mm -hmm. So I've got a future one as well that I've not used because I know that I'm going to be busy and I'm not going to want to take the emotional energy or the time to do the ad later because I know I'm going to be worried. I know. Right. So it's having your plan in place. So let's go back to your rectify. Mm Mm-hmm. If you sit back and take a moment to think about the last time you try to reach a goal, right? Yeah. So we can take it um, outside of business to take it back to the resolution to get fit. Mm-hmm. Okay, so we talked about in the last episode that the rectification is making sure that when you get to that point of resistance, let's say the 45 day mark, and you're like, yeah, you know, I really, I really, right. you know? <laughs> I
1: don't, don't
0: want to do this. Okay, pause. What do you not want to do? Because like you said, do you really want it or do you like the idea? So then you adjust the idea, right? Mm-hmm. It's like, okay, well, I may not want to do this, but I definitely want to feel better. So right. now that's the rectification in your thinking. That, that's right. Okay, here's what you can do. If you look at the goal that you're currently pursuing,
1: mm-hmm. the
0: the dream that you want to birth, do worst case scenario. And what I mean by that is think back to other times, Mm -hmm. when did you start feeling the resistance and Mm -hmm. then you would turn, right? Mm -hmm. Get your plan. Mm -hmm. I have a family member. She um, had a weakness when it came to alcohol. She Mm -hmm. had to be really careful. She tended to over drink at like Christmas Mm parties, things like that. So what she did is she would take her Starbucks coffee because she likes coffee. Mm -hmm. And she would just hold it in her hand the whole time. And Mm -hmm. as long as she had her coffee, she didn't need anything else. Mm -hmm. That was her plan. So, I mean, does that make sense, Coach, of like just having that preemptive work done?
1: Yes, because when we say rectify, that's another way of saying correct, adjust one's thinking. So when we say hard work, you're still talking about a state of thinking. Yes. So the one thing we want you to understand is everything that you're going to do— Um, is going to result from your thinking process. Yes. So when you correct your thinking, you're going to have a better view of the landscape, the direction you need to go, what needs to be navigated right in order for you to be able to succeed at whatever your endeavor is. And the other thing is, if there is a dream, some goal that you want to bring to fulfillment, Mm -hmm and you know deep inside of you that's what you want to do, it doesn't matter how long it takes. Right. It doesn't matter what kinds of shifts or change that you go through, just like dealing with the seasons, right? You will make whatever adjustment is necessary because it's in line with what you want. Yes. Right? And so, but the very basis of our success is going to start with making sure that I'm thinking accurately Because that is the only way to determine whether or not if I'm dealing with some kind of internal resistance versus having a proper understanding of the timing that it takes to bring something to fulfillment, right? Yeah,
0: and that's like the adjustment I made when I realized with my business it wasn't going to be an overnight deal. It was going to be years of consistent work. And Mm. that was the adjustment I had to make or I would have quit after that first try.
1: Oh, yeah. So... Um, We are always in uh, the process of adjustment, and the minute we feel like we are ready to stop learning, um, we don't want to do anymore, Mm -hmm. whatever that thought is, um, it's okay for you to have it. It's just that you have to have great ownership. Responsibility when you meet the results of your thinking.
0: Yes. Because
1: each and every one of us are always meeting the results of our thinking. Yep. I'm like, damn. There are some days I'm like, really? <sighs> Shiza, right? I got to back up again. Yeah. You know? Yep. And, but what I've learned over the years is if it's something that I really desire, mm-hmm. I am never overcome with fears of loss fears of failure now this is not to say that i won't experience those right no no that's that's impossible for you not to feel different things at certain points because they're reminders yeah being mm-hmm. overcome with something means that you just don't think you can make it happen so yes. you're really what you're really saying is you have mounting thoughts of failure in your brain and you're getting ready to stop and quit. Yeah. What I'm saying is, it's like, no, this is something that I need to do. And I know I'm going to do it no matter how fussy I get, no matter how depressed I get. It's like, it will just stretch me to no end, but I won't let go because I know it's real. Yeah. And then right after that, it's like this huge storm and then, poof, and then all of a sudden it's like, oh, Mm-hmm. It's here. Mm-hmm. It's like you have to earn the right to step into the success you seek.
0: That's really good, Coach, because I, what I hear you saying is that most of the opposition is actually internal. and it is. And so the final thing that I wanted to tell people is... You know, we've talked about gut feeling, mm-hmm. trusting your gut. Mm-hmm. Uh, if, it, if you feel like the timing is off, put that thing on the shelf. Mm-hmm. Uh, recognize the difference between timing and opposition. Mm-hmm. Opposition is meant to prepare you for what you're about to step into anyway. That's right. Um, and then also we talked about, you know, just continue to work your dream because all the resources, whether they're people, mm-hmm. money, whatever it is, education, mm-hmm. all of it will come to you mm-hmm. if you'll just keep walking forward the final thing that i thought of is be aware of knee jerk reactions yep so this one is for dorina so dorina i know you're listening to this so i'm telling tell you Ooh. so i love dorina and uh you give her something to do she does it well anyway so Um, She's in a place where there's some things that she does. you know, to support herself that Mm -hmm. she knows that's not forever. She Mm -hmm. wants to do some different things. Mm -hmm. But there also, in the meantime, come up opportunities to expand that work. Uh, And so there's uh, something that she really wants, and I know the person that she wants to get it from, right? Mm -hmm. So I tell this lady, hey, you know, Darina is saving up for this, this, and this. And um, and she said, "Oh well, I would be happy to trade." I mean, she like she can have all the you know uh, products she wants, etc. I will be happy to trade. I was like, "Oh well, I will let her know." So I don't know if you know, but I have a uh, out my garage. I have a bench now and okay. a bar and stuff. So I was out there, did a little bit of, you know some weight work. And I texted her and said, "Hey, I talked to so and so. She's willing to trade." And then I had this thought. And so before, I mean, I hit send on that and I said. And be aware of a knee jerk reaction of saying no before you've, you know, prayed. Mm -hmm. And she said, How did she know? Well, because I've seen her do a knee-jerk reaction on everything where she initially says no. Right. So you want to be careful that you're not having an instant reaction versus response. So remember that. Response is totally different from reaction. So when you have that, like it's just this thing that instantly happens, you need to pause. You need to stop. You need to step back because more than likely, it's probably the wrong answer.
1: That's exactly right because, again— When we go back to the idea of rectification, something that has to occur before success is assured, again, we're talking about your thinking. If you're reacting to something, you're probably not thinking clearly, right? Now you're, you're in your amygdala. That's right. And you're also most likely working on the momentum of past habits. And yes. this is what you're saying, right? So
0: Or you're in transition mm-hmm. and you don't want any more of what you had because you're going after the other. Mm-hmm. But sometimes you just need to settle into what you have right. until the other is burst.
1: That's exactly right. And So these are all processes. Mm -hmm. And so what we do is teach people how to work with the process Mm -hmm. because until they learn how to do it, it doesn't matter where they are in their business life or professional life or domestic personal life. If you haven't done what it takes for you to make the change, um, you can be one of the most intelligent people in the world, but you will still be mired in chaos, conflict, and disappointment. Yes. Until you learn how to change what you're thinking about. Yeah. And this is why we're saying you want... The hell yeah life experience. You want to drive down the road singing songs that you like. I don't care what era they're from. You want to sing out loud. You want to smile from ear to ear because you know your life is working for you. Mm -hmm. Well, if that's what you're chasing down, then you need to give Sherry and Greg a call, right? Because we are here to help you do that because that's what we love doing. Yes. And we had to go through the very things that we are talking to you Mm -hmm. about to do it. Mm-hmm. So we have our battle scars. We do. You know, we're not selling you sunshine. <laughs> <laughs> right. <laughs> you know.
0: And sometimes you'll know it too in the coaching <laughs> intensive. Like, this ain't no sunshine right now. <laughs>
1: That's exactly right. It's like we have to get to work. It's like, you know what? If a man, woman wants to be a happy person, then they have to understand what sadness is.
0: Well, and happiness is a skill, coach.
1: Yes, a it is. A lot of people
0: think it's conditional, mm-hmm. it's, it's not, it is a skill.
1: Yep. So this is the last thing I want to say with this real quick. You want to understand what resistance is really? Imagine this. You have a garden. You dig a hole in the ground and you plant a seed six inches into the ground, two inches into the ground, and then you cover it up. Well, guess what? That seed has to open up And then it has to break the surface in order to become what it wants. Mm -hmm. Well, the process of working through that soil until it breaks the surface is a form of resistance, right? It has to push through it. And then once it breaks the surface, then it has to deal with another set of circumstances before it can finally reach its maturity, which we would say is success because it now blooms. If you think about your process along those lines, then there's nothing strange that you're going encounter on your trip to success
0: that's very good on that note um we'll go ahead and end this series and then just go to the show notes for our websites information and then your hell yeah life.com check it out doors will be closing soon we hope to see you either online or in person
1: all right